You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the war, 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 all right, last few minutes, we're going to talk about some individuals from this game. And uh, I mean, I, I, I just I, I, don't, I do want to interrupt. My name's on this thing, too. I do want to. <laughs> all right. It's one thing to be to talk about all the things that uh, that were a problem. We haven't touched on all the things that were a problem. And one of the major problems we did talk about how how they had to come from behind. Why did they have to come from behind? All right, so I watched the Twitter trolls. I watched social media, wanted to see what everyone was saying. Everyone coming at Baker, those guys, by the way, they shut up in the second half, and here's why. In the second half, he was actually able to play. In the first half, the play calling was atrocious. It was horrible. I don't know what was going on. And here is a major problem going forward. If you are afraid to play Christian McCaffrey, you're not going to win any games. Talking to the Panthers, that is your best weapon. If you do not use your weapon, yeah, you don't need to use it as much as you did last year. I get that you're tentative, you don't want him to get hurt, but when the dude touches the ball, even when he's not supposed to touch the ball after uh, Baker fumbled a snap, Christian McCaffrey picks it up for a long run. You don't give him the ball, you're not giving your team a chance to win. You're not. The, the play calling in the in the first half was terrible. In the second half, it opened up a little bit more, but you still, I get why you have to abandon the run, as we talked about, when you're behind. But you don't abandon Christian McCaffrey. And do the Panthers have a screen game? I didn't see one. Do they know what a slant is? I didn't see that. You know, that takes care of an aggressive defense, which is what they were dealing with, especially in the first half. They could have negated a bunch of that with better play calling. And yeah, game one for the play caller too, but that play caller has called a lot of plays in the NFL for a lot of years, and I just it just really, really bothered me. Uh, sure, I will address that. Thank you for asking. Let's start with CMC. Dude had 14 touches on the day. Ten of them were runs. What did he do with ten runs? 33 yards. 33 yards. That's what he did with ten runs. I'm not giving the ball ten more times to a dude who's getting me barely three yards a carry. I can't do it. All right. How many plays between times did he get to run the ball? It doesn't matter. It does matter. It doesn't matter with CMC because, as you have mentioned, listen – I understand the concept of you can't win the game if CMC doesn't touches the ball doesn't touch the ball. You know what else prevents you from winning the game? CMC on the sideline because a blade of grass cut his knee and he's done for the season. Are you? Are, were you okay with the play calling in the first half? 
I didn't love it, but the answer to me wasn't give more to Christian McCaffrey. All right, all right. how about give some? They give, did give, give some. Uh, yeah, yeah. They it wasn't enough. 14 times. Wasn't enough. They ran, what, uh, 48 plays? I mean, he touched the ball 30% of the time. Uh, is that you can't do a whole lot more. Uh, this guy gives you yards after the catch, especially in the passing game. This guy will help you make drives last longer so your defense isn't on the field for two-thirds of the game. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Until he busts a wheel, until he gets a an ACL popped or an MCL. And I, I understand, and I'm assuming you're coming from the mentality. If I'm wrong, correct me. But a lot of what I've heard so far is you cannot treat CMC with kid gloves. You can't go out there and be afraid to let him have touches because he might get hurt. Well, I right. got well, Was he on a pitch count? Was he was he on a play count? I didn't hear I of anything. So. I didn't hear of anything about it. I just, you got to get. He looked pretty good. He took Dude, some major hits. He looked pretty good. He touched the ball over one out of every four plays. Like, I, what do you want? Half the plays go to CMC? It's not just about the injury at that point. It's that if CMC's getting the ball half the time, I know how to scheme against that. I believe last year he got it two-thirds of the time. Yeah, how'd so that go for him? So, so if he got it half the time, that's still cutting back the time, and it's better than what he got this week. How'd that go for him last year? I'm sure you, the listener, agree with me and disagree with Rob Brown. At the Rob Brown Show on Twitter, at Lonzo on Word on Twitter, you are welcome to chat and react with both of us on the social media. Uh, look, I get it. I understand it. It is easy. If it, it is easy to say CMC needs the ball more. It is also easy to say CMC has played in one out of every three and a half games for the past two seasons. Did you did you see a screenplay? Did you see a slant? Did you see a delay handoff? Did you see any of that oh, stuff? If you want to argue that the way he touches the ball should be different, totally fine. I'm talking about play calling, period. No, I agree. In fact, I, I want to say, and I, I don't have the number in front of me. I was I was trying to write them down last night, and then when I came to work, I left my wrap-up notebook because I'm good at my job. Uh, I, I, I was looking last night, Robbie Anderson, I don't remember exactly what percentage it was, but like a significant chunk of Robbie Anderson routes were outside routes, right? We're like five and out, 10 and out, seven and 15 out. We're out routes. This dude ran an inside route that he took to the house 75 and cooked the entire defense. And I don't think I saw, but maybe one more interior route from Robbie Anderson again the rest of the day. Why? Why not? In fact, the best route you had was Ian Thomas on a little seam route that went for 50. If that's Robbie Anderson, that's a touchdown and then some, right? Now, granted, it was out of the tight end spot, but if what, what, what if Robbie's in the wing spot right there? What if he's in the slot receiver spot right there and runs in, folds up the seam, and then cuts to the inside? I'm talking TD after TD. I will not argue with you. That the play calling was not great. I will not argue with you if you want to say that of the 14 touches for McCaffrey, uh, there should have been a couple of screens, maybe a bubble here and there. I got no issue with arguing that. That's what I'm saying. Calling was bad. That's what I'm I'm saying. saying. Don't argue for CMC to touch the ball more because I can't risk his knee blowing open if we want any chance at a playoff spot. Still got to touch the ball more. I I mean, so uh, so for the entire season, he's only allowed to touch the ball twenty to thirty times. Nothing else. Twenty is my max. Twenty is your max. Twenty is my max. I, uh, I I I'm not with you on that. 
I, I can't I can't do more than that. I can't trust his knee. I can't trust his back. I can't trust his health to carry more than 20 times a game. And again, I want to go back to, I know I've said this like three times on this pod, but I mean it. That doesn't mean I can only have him on the field 20 or 22 snaps. He can be on the field all 50 snaps. You just can't go to him every time you utilize him as a threat, as a decoy. And you pay attention to what's happened play after play. I'm going to line him up in the backfield. I'm going to snap the ball to Baker. I'm going to have either a fake handoff or I'm going to send McCaffrey out on a little screen, a little wheel out to the flat. And he's not even on the rotation for me unless he's just an emergency check down, right? What I want to see is, do they send somebody with him? Do they send their best linebacker with him? Do they walk up their best cornerback and take him off of DJ or Robbie or Shy or Terrence or whoever? Don't mention Shy because he only was on the field like once. Yeah, we'll talk about him a little bit if we get time. Uh, do you send your best CB out there to cover CMC? Because I may change the game plan based on that. When the Saints had Reggie Bush back in the day, Reggie Bush touched the ball maybe 18 times a game, maybe 19 times a game, as explosive as he had the potential to be, maybe. But what he did do was about seven, eight, nine, ten times a game, they faked it to him. They used him as a decoy. They sent out. And once they recognized that the defense started shading away from Reggie Bush because he wasn't ever getting the ball, they threw it out there and they popped him. One. They got him out on the screen, one-on-one, ISO with a cornerback, ISO with a linebacker, and let them cook for a TD. That is what you should be doing. 14 actual touches is fine. 20 is the max. But you can throw him out at 30, 35 plays. And let him serve as a decoy to draw the better defenders away from the interior of the field. And now I don't have to run Robbie Anderson on out routes every other play and not be able to utilize the speed that cat brings to the table, which is wildly frustrating. You're just shaking your head at me now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I just, I, yeah, I know. I, I realize that doesn't translate, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I just, I just disagree. I, I, I just enough. do. So, what do you guys think? More CMC, less CMC. How do you want to play it out? Speaking of, since we're talking individual guys, uh, obviously it would be remiss to mention 16, or to not mention 16 of 27, 235, uh, a touch and a pick for Baker Mayfield. First quarter and a half, Baker was really bad. It was really bad. Second half, Baker, dramatically better. Uh, In fact, we were, in fact, I was watching Deshaun Watson's passing coach tweeted out at the end of the first half, there's the Baker we all know and love. And I'm like, what kind of jacket? What? He's been working with him. What? What? And then, anyway, he came out in the second half uh, and looked much better. Moved the ball more efficiently. Understood when it was time to pull it and run. Like I, I second half Baker shows up for both halves. Panthers win that football game. Uh, I saw people. I saw Panthers fans already giving up on the guy. I saw Panthers fans already writing Baker off. Uh oh. Oh no. We suck again because Baker didn't know. Guys, week one, and they can say they didn't, but don't tell me Miles and Jadavion didn't have a little something something for Baker Mayfield. 
if it happens again this week against New York, then we can push the panic button. But until then, woosa. No, nah, that's not gonna I mean, that's what football is. It's about emotion. You're supposed to this is my team. I'm gonna get into it. I can't believe they did that. Oh, look, I knew they were gonna do I mean, it's it's a roller coaster. I know it's cliche, but that's exactly what it is, and that's why we love football so much. Oh, I very much love football. I very much love football. I, 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 the only thing I like more than football is um, <clears throat> winning football. It's more fun that way. Uh, I thought Baker was fine. Thought Baker was adequate, right? I agree. Second half, second half Baker, so much better than first yeah. half. But I think there were a lot of circumstances in the first half, like getting completely destroyed by Miles Garrett yeah. and Jadavion really was a problem. Yeah, I thought it was fine. I thought it was fine. I thought Robbie Anderson proved that he needs to be a bigger part of this offense, right? Like I, I and part of what happened the last couple of years when he's been so inconsistent is I think I think Robbie's a little frustrated because he really is utilized as an out route receiver and he should not be, right? Like he should be utilized as a speed guy, as a guy that can cook DBs. And he's really not. And I, I know it's got to be frustrating him because it's frustrating me and I'm not him. And I'm frustrated for him. So, you know, I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see more of that. Uh, I would very much like to see maybe a few more McCaffrey touches, but a, a really, really smart about how to do it. Here's the other thing that really got me. Carolina rushing attempts. You ready? McCaffrey had 10. DJ had one. Dante Foreman had two. Chuba Hubbard had one. 19 rushing attempts. Now, granted, you're playing from behind. I get that. But 19 rushing attempts, 54 yards, ain't good enough. Ain't good enough. I need more Hubbard. I certainly need more Foreman. And if you're going to run McCaffrey, come up with a better scheme. But to have Foreman and and Chuba Hubbard sharing three total combined touches... That ain't going to get her done. It's not. That's not good enough. I need, though, the rushing identity of this football team to establish itself because right now it just does not have one. Would you consider those three guys more uh, get to the outside kind of rushing or up the middle because they're more get to the outside? So I, I get why you wouldn't call that many plays, especially with the pressure coming from the outside from Cleveland with their defensive ends. Um, if you're having trouble blocking them, you're probably not going to run right towards them. Although, why not give it a shot? Yeah. Donnie Foreman goes 235. He's six foot 235. He's a bowling ball. He can take it, uh, you know, a- a- at least off the tackle and see what happens. Chuba Hubbard is 6'1", 210. I mean, he's not the thickest dude in the world, but you can run him off guard because here's the other thing. If you get a special, and, and this game's in the past, there's nothing you can do about it now. But if you've got two defensive ends that are pushing up the football field, you know what happens when a football player leaves a position? Nobody's there. Nobody's there. Run behind the defensive end. If 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 Jadavion and Miles Garrett are going to push it, the Saints would be a great team to try this against, right? Because you know, you know that Cam Jordan loves to push up the football field to try to disrupt the passer in the backfield. Use these guys to run it off the back hip of the defensive end stick it into the hole where he just cleared out from, cut it upfield. You had three combined rushing efforts from Foreman and Hubbard. You, you know, That's not you know what you're talking about. It's something called creative play calling, something that the Panthers did not do, especially in the first half. Fair enough. Just saying. Fair enough. 
So there you go. Early breakdown of this game. We will cut another pod tomorrow. That pod will drop on Wednesday. It will be the conclusion of our thoughts on this game, as well as news, notes, injury reports, and more from this week. Then, on Thursday, we will cut our pod previewing this Sunday's matchup when the Carolina Panthers have their first road test. They will be at the Meadowlands taking on the New York football Giants on Sunday. So tomorrow, we'll cut a pod that will drop Wednesday with this week's news and notes. Thursday, we'll cut a pod. It will drop Friday as our preview for this game against the New York football Giants. And then, of course, either Sunday afternoon or Monday afternoon next week, we will cut our reaction pod to that game as well. Any final thoughts for the people, Lonzo? Yeah, just uh, just those guys out there who are you're, you're in a place, bring it down a couple notches, man. It's one game. It's one game. Just think of second half. Don't think of first half and how the offense and defense looked in the second half. It's not the end of the world. It's just game one. It's just one game. It's just one game. It's just one game. That is it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for liking and subscribing to the Views from Mint Street podcast. Make sure you tell your friends, your family, your coworkers, if you know a Carolina football fan in your life, make sure you share the Mint Views from Mint Street podcast from them. We would love to have you for Lonzo Wrights. My name is Rob Brown. We will see you back here in a couple of days for the next episode of the Views from Mint Street podcast. Keep pounding, baby!